Hey, what's up? This is April D. I'm back with another episode of Transparency After 40. Before I get into this episode, I want to thank all of you who tuned in to the first episode, shared the podcast information. I am now available on Apple and Google as well. And those of you who reached out and gave feedback, all of it was taken into consideration. I continue to welcome it. And again, thank you for um, supporting my platform as I try to build it as I go. So tonight I'm going to talk about courting versus dating. And I'm not really sure if you're under the age of maybe 30 and listening for some reason, if the word courting would even be something you've ever heard of. And maybe it's a Southern thing. I don't know. Um, So if you haven't, I'm going to share with you what the Urban Dictionary defines courting as being. And then I'll um, talk about what the Merriam-Webster defines it as. So courting, according to the Urban Dictionary, is the experience of developing a deep relationship with someone with a view to seeing if marriage is right for the couple without the complexity of sexual intimacy being part of that relationship, enabling each to find out everything about each other, developing unconditional love and trust without rushing things to decide if this is really the person you want to spend the rest of your life with. And then the Merriam-Webster definition says it's to be involved with romantically, typically with the intention of marrying. So not really much of a difference. Um, One is, you know, a little more short and to the point. The other kind of goes into different um, scenarios or reasons for courting. And I also found something that says, uh, what is courting versus dating? And what I found from that says courtship is about getting to know each other and developing a relationship before getting married, whereas dating is mostly physical with no strings attached and no emotional intimacy. So I want to start with uh, courting and then I'll get into dating. I can only remember one time um, being what I would consider possibly courted. I was probably barely 21 at the time. Um, But this young man, he was very respectful. Um, We went out on dates. You know, he always, he did things mannerable, you know, that you would expect the young man to do without being told. But when you're 21, 19, 20, 21, you're really not paying attention to that kind of stuff. At least I wasn't um, because I was enjoying life. I wasn't thinking about settling down. It never went through my mind, oh, this guy is courting me because he possibly sees me as someone he would like to eventually possibly marry. Um, So even with other situations throughout the years, I don't remember necessarily um, ever being courted again, just kind of more turned into, I guess, casual dating, if you want to, you know, call it that. So being as though I was raised by my grandmother in the South, I used to hear courting a lot. And, you know, they would say, is this little young man trying to court you and things like that? So, you know, I'm like, yes or no, whatever the case was. Um, But as I got older, I think courting kind of went out the window because it was more of a thing that was generations before my time per se and we had become accustomed to just what you would consider dating so in thinking about dating there are different I guess 
phases or types of dates. You have casual dating. You have maybe somebody you're dating seriously or somebody that you got something else going on with, but y'all still hang out. I guess that would be called maybe a friend with benefits, somebody that you can be sexual with, but also have fun with and go out on dates. I don't even know if people do that anymore. I hear a lot about sneaky links. Um, and I'm not even sure if I understand the definition or the way that should be interpreted. Because when I think sneaky, I'm thinking that maybe both people are involved in a relationship of some sort with another person, yet they sneak around to be with other people or whatever. That's what I think a sneaky link could be. Or maybe it's just somebody that you don't really have any type of commitment to, but you know what it is when they come over, pull up, you know, whatever. I think we used to call that maybe a booty call back in my day, you know, like wasn't nothing to it, but just pulling up, doing what y'all did and kind of keeping it cordial or whatever and keep moving. And I wonder as we have changed into a new millennium and a lot of things are not what they seem or what they were before, do men actually take the time to understand how courting, dating, or pursuing a woman should go. Do guys actually still do that? Because I say that based on encounters on social media where maybe somebody liked a picture or I liked their picture just because it was a nice picture, no meaning behind it, just liked it. And there's somebody within 10, 15 minutes in your inbox because you liked the picture. And I can only speak for myself, but I've gotten more sausage mail than I prefer to even comment on from men who tend to think that sending pictures of their private parts is going to get them some type of a prize or something. Like, I will say this. Yes, I'm heterosexual. I'm absolutely attracted to penis. But sending me that type of stuff is one of the biggest turnoffs. Is first of all, not wanted. Second of all, I'm just going to put it out there. A lot of y'all don't even groom y'all selves and y'all got the audacity to be sending people these pictures of y'all sausages and they look like somebody been chewing on them or bit them or just, hell, I don't even know. They've been through, it's been through some shit down there. You know, I'd be like, okay, I'm trying to figure out if, you think that me looking at this unattractive penis is going to make me say, yeah, pull up on me and we're going to do what we do? No, sir. Nine times out of ten when you do that with me, I get I block you when you don't hear from me anymore because that's, that's so unattractive. Like, that whole send me a picture type shit when you are already friends with somebody on social media, that's annoying as fuck. Those are not qualities that a woman that's trying to date you or get to know you gives a damn about if she respects herself. Like, I just don't understand, like, some of the stuff that y'all do that you're so bold about doing and then get upset when you don't get the responses that you want. But, hey, you put it out there, and I'm just letting y'all know for future reference, any guys listening to this, grooming your parts is definitely a turn-on. Because most of you want to deal with a woman who grooms herself, you know, waxes, sugar scrubs, whatever she does. You prefer that, I'm pretty sure. I can't speak about nobody but my own experiences, but uh, y'all need to take better care of yourselves. I've definitely had a couple of times where some of y'all done wanted certain things done to y'all, and I'm like, did you think to 
wipe me down, you know, first or whatever. Cause like, you know, everybody can get sweaty and have odors and y'all be wanting to go for the gusto and pull it out and pop it in somebody's mouth and ain't went ran no soap, water, peroxide or nothing over it. So I'm gonna need y'all to understand that a part of hygiene is grooming your parts just as much as you would like a woman to keep hers groomed. I'm not saying go out there and shave your armpits and shave your legs and your chest and whatever. I don't care for hairy chest, but hey, to each his own. But at least keep keep it nice in some type of way, whatever you need to do. Put some gel on it or some spritz. I don't know, whatever. But back to just the dating and courting, I don't think people even do that anymore. It's more so wanting to hook up with somebody and I want to be friends with you, but I don't ever want to commit to you or I've I been through something or I got a situation. It's so many excuses not to take time to communicate and get to know people. I can only speak for myself, but I will say this, and I've said this for a long time. I would rather you tell me up front what you don't want or what you feel like you may not be interested in than for you to not tell me and me start being who I am, which is, you know, texting, calling, talking, wanting to maybe hang out on occasions. I would hate for it to turn into a, I've got my mind set thinking that it's going one way and in your mind, it's just something casual that when we link up, we link. Not everybody want to do that. And sometimes we do. But give women the option. Don't just feel like you got to say something that will win her over just to get in her bed if you know all you want is sex. And go, that goes with women, too. Like, I'm, I've heard from a couple of men that some women are like that. They'll say one thing and, oh, I'm cool with being, you know, this place. And no, I ain't ready for no relationship either. And then when you see this man out doing him, you kind of get mad because he ain't doing it with you. And how can you get mad if you're not honest with him up front and honest with yourself? I say all that because I've been that girl before. I have allowed myself to be in situations that were just casual with no attachment but being a woman, I became attached in some way. Um, I've been in those situations where I know that I wanted more with that person, made it known. And even though particular people didn't hurt my feelings, it's still a disappointment when you're trying to, you know, get to know a person and, and possibly see what it could lead to. And then you find out six months, a year down the line, you kind of been the only one with that mindset. So that's why I say being transparent after 40 is the name of my podcast, because I openly can admit that not every situation that I've been in, whether it be a relationship, a booty call or whatever, was my fault or that person's fault. I take my blame in it because... Growing up the way I grew up, I think I just migrated into this mindset of if a man shows interest, you need to do everything you can do to keep him. So I've had to unprogram myself from that thinking. And because of that, yeah, it's a lot of lonely nights, a lot of them. But that's okay because I have my peace. I've had enough of people who feel like they can come and go when it's convenient for them and turn around and I've had situations over the years where a guy might have been somebody I slept with on and off for a couple of years. Next thing I know, he on Facebook posting his whole wife and kids and, you know, not married at the time per se, but 
he got married or had a baby and you find yourself going, well, damn, I, you know, thought we was in a pretty decent place. How come I couldn't be, you know, or why wasn't I? Those are the things that go through your mind when you see somebody that you really rocking with start to kind of, you know, be in a situation with somebody that's not you. However, I had to learn that I had to stop allowing myself to feel like I had to do certain things in order to have that company because that's not respect. You know, you giving yourself to a man or men and doing it just out of convenience for them and for you, that's, they're never going to care about you. They're going to keep coming back for what they can get out of it. And up until a few years ago, and I'm saying in my 30s, I still continued that cycle until I realized, hey, I got so much more going for myself. Why am I so easily manipulated into this being what it is? So, no, those booty call days are over. Those sneaky link days, I'm at a place in my life where... I can sit still into the companionship, to the courting, to the dating, to the getting to know each other part happens. If you don't have time to get to know me and just communicate with me, then it's not going to work because relationships can't be built on sex alone. Granted, they can be a big part of it, but they shouldn't be having sex or having the best sex partner or whatever shouldn't be so high on the pole that you can't get out of that mind, excuse me, that mindset. Because it can be a man who might give you what you need every time he come through, but he a dog. So just have to think about it and understand that it's worth dating and courting and getting to know people to see what type of person they are, to see what type of person you are. Because sometimes you'll display behaviors in a situation that you didn't even know that you had. So when I get into like, Dating and courting, as I was saying, I don't really have too many examples of courting. And really, I don't have that many of dating. Um, I probably, and I'm 41 years old, have been out on less than 10 dates in my entire life. And I'm not exaggerating this because I don't have a reason to lie. Again, we're being transparent. So it's a little bit embarrassing. Yes, less than 10 dates, and I can kind of run some of them back. So um, if by chance somebody that I've dealt with in my past is listening, they may sound familiar to that person or people. Um, One of the dates I went on was, I believe, my 36th birthday. Um, One of my friends uh, was just kind of asking me what I was doing and told him nothing. Hey, it's your birthday. You know, let's go do X, Y, Z. So we went to a hookah lounge chill spot, kicked it. That was that. Um, I went to like Bahama Breeze or something with a guy I met last year. And then year before that, or maybe last year as well, um, another little date at a little restaurant with another guy that asked me out. Anything before that was so sporadic that I don't remember because even in my most recent relationship, I don't think that dating... um, was something that he knew how to do. And I'm not saying that to be negative um, or downplay him because he's a very good guy. I just don't think that maybe the type of dating that I wanted, let me say that, he didn't know how to do or, or couldn't do. I don't, I don't know, but it less than 10 dates in the 41 years that I've been on this earth. And 
<laughs> it's a sad reality, but I also have to accept my part because I allowed it. You know, I didn't sit and think you deserve more than a, you know, date every blue moon. And what's crazy is I'm only now in the last few months starting to realize some of the behaviors that a man should display if he has an interest in you outside of just sleeping with you. And some of the ones that just want to sleep with you may do the same. But I'm learning to notice how important it is to pay attention to a man's mannerisms. Um, the first time in my life I had a car door open for me um, to get into a car and to get out. And that happened in 2022. So that was this year. And I honestly didn't know how to be receptive to it because I went to go grab the door myself. And he's like, you know, what you doing? I'm like, I'm getting in the car. And he's like, hold on, I got it. And I remember texting him a couple of days after saying, I apologize if I seemed kind of startled, um, but I've never had a guy actually open the door for me. Um, so it just kind of threw me that that was something that you did. And then he responded, I'm a man, that's what I'm supposed to do. And then there were other conversations down the line, like being able to give um, me time and attention that I deserved as a woman. He was open about not being able to do that, which is why certain things that, you know, hopefully could have transpired were put on hold. And that's fine. I would rather a person be honest with me than to string me along and they got some things they need to work on. So when I think about the less than 10 dates in my whole lifespan, I've probably let a few people continue to come back over the last 10, 15 years when it was convenient for them. And out of those three people, only one of them um, actually ever took me out on some type of a date. And I questioned myself a lot about why was I so good or why have I been so good to deal with for 10 years or more, but never worthy of a date, never worthy of any type of commitment, but you always say, oh, you're such a good person, you're a good woman, blah, blah, blah. But there's always the but. Um, one of them, you know, told me he, he didn't know how to be faithful. I respected that. Another one just doing his thing and that wasn't going to work for me. And it's just hard dating and courting in your 40s because for me, I don't have any kids. I love to travel. Um... I don't get out a lot just because my social life and my age, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of just not out there. I do need to get out more. I'll be honest, but I've chosen not to just right now. I'm OK with being a homebody unless I'm traveling or something. But um, most guys in my age range have kids. Um, some of them have been married. Some of them have been married more than once. Some of them have been, you know, divorced or going through divorces and it's just a pool of just piss, as people like to say. The dating pool definitely has piss in it because here I am, you know, I don't come to the table with everything together like I would like for it to be. I'm not going to put myself so high up that I'm lying. I can be honest. There's things I need to work on. And not having a lot of experience with relationships is hard. But all of that stuff is thrown at me. Baby mama drama. Where is this guy with his career or his job? What does he do? Does he have a car? Does he have his own place? Believe it or not, there are men in their 30s and 40s that don't have their own place and their own cars, nor stable jobs. 
Unfortunately, it's the truth. But that's a lot of what I've dealt with, not per se in my 40s, but over the years, men who just didn't have anything going for themselves. And mind you, I definitely am the type of female who tries to support my man or my companion in any way I can. So I've made resumes. I've filled out job applications. I did my part to support a person's growth. I'm not the one that's trying to tear a man down. So if any time during one of these episodes, anybody feels a way, let me know because I'm not here for that. I'm talking more so from my perspective of my um, situations that I've been through in life and being transparent, knowing that I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that has been through these things. But I'm learning to date, you know, as a 41-year-old woman. Um, I'm understanding the importance of making sure you respect yourself first and then other people will respect you. And I go through this, well, you're never going to meet anybody if you don't go out. And that's true. But when the time is right for me to kind of get out, I'll do it. And I did tell myself the other day that I'm going to start taking myself out on dates. I'm actually looking into taking a solo trip next year out of the country. And in the present time, I'm working on taking a, a little trip somewhere else. I'm thinking about actually riding the train um, and seeing how this experience would be. So I got a couple of things lined up um, that I'm working on. And, and self-care is always important. Your, your ladies day, your pampering day. Go get those waxes. Go get those massages, those pedicures, those manicures, lady. Ladies, take care of yourself. Self-care is important. And there's nothing wrong with the man, you know, like I said earlier, taking care of himself as well. Because we all want somebody that smells good, looks good, you know, and or to us. And just takes care of themselves. Looks say a lot about a person. Your appearance definitely can make or break the way somebody might perceive you. So be mindful. And I'm not saying you got to have on a $1,000 pair of shoes or nothing like that. Just look presentable. I mean, most of us women don't necessarily look at labels anyway. We'd rather you be, you know, at least clean and presentable. It's not about that once you get to my age. I, I never was the type of female who looked at a man for what he had. Because, yes, being independent, being out on my own since my 20s, I don't rely on a man. I've never been one who felt like, I won't say that I don't need one because absolutely I would like companionship, but I'm in a position that I don't want to be without my own things. Let's say, you know, I meet somebody and, and it leads to courting and dating and things like that. I don't necessarily want to be the housewife. I still like to work and get out and do my thing. So a lot of that is something that comes with that whole courting. I think back in those days, that the women did not work. The man was the head of the house and he took care of the house. And that is still true to these days. You know, like I'm, I'm not knocking that at all. What I'm saying is I don't have a problem with doing my part. You know, uh, unfortunately, and not really unfortunately, so I shouldn't say that, but there are situations where I might be the person who makes uh, more money. And those are things you talk about when you're in a relationship. Like, I don't think that necessarily it would intimidate the, the man that understands that that happens, but it can be intimidating when you're an independent woman and you have your shit together and maybe a man who's been through some things or trying to get to a certain point feels intimidated by that. And you shouldn't, you know, like be who you are, be true. 
I've been without. We all have to crawl before we walk. And I know enough about life that everything you have can be taken from you in the blink of an eye. So it's about being humble and working together, not against one another. So with these dating experiences and just giving my little tidbits here and there, um, like I said, the dating and courting has kind of just been sporadic. I've allowed certain situations to just be what they were with no type of boundaries. And now that I've set those boundaries, I have peace that I never knew I needed. Yeah, you know, it's disheartening in so many ways that I realized I had to stop dealing with certain people. But I also know enough about myself to say, if it's worth you dealing with me this long and it hasn't become something serious, it never will. And I deserve happiness and companionship and from a, from a respectful person who respects me and understands me. So this is just what it is in life. But don't be afraid to walk away from situations where you get nothing out of it. This is not just about sex. And no, I'm not saying that a man should take you out all the time when you are dating or courting and pay for the, the meals all the time or whatever you're doing. Be open enough to pay sometimes, too. I'm the type, even with my friends, you know, I'll pick up a tab or if they pay for the tab, I'll, I'll get the tip. Like, don't ever be so stuck that you feel that, oh, well, because he's a man, if he want me, he got to do this. That's why a lot of y'all stuck out here on stupid. Open up your purse sometimes and pay. It's plan dates, you know what I'm saying? Like, plan massages, plan trips. I look forward to being able to book flights and, and dinners and whatnot with me and my companion, you know, and, and just enjoy life because that's what you should do. I don't want to be on sneaky link vacations where these females be posting these big emojis over these dudes' heads or just showing their arm or shit like that. Like, nah, I ain't, you ain't gonna hide me, brother. Like, nah, if we out of town, hell, if we in town and we out, we out. Now, I ain't gotta, you know, put you on snap or, or nothing like that to show that I'm with you. But if we're dating, we're dating. There's nothing that you need to be hiding. Like, if you date multiple people, that's your business. But you're not going to save me for later. I've been saved for later enough. And now that I've learned that I no longer deserve that type of lifestyle or treatment, I really am not impressed by a lot. The older I've gotten, the more I'm perfectly, perfectly content with being in the inside of my own home, no drama, no lies, no cheat, you know, none of that. So I really get turned off easily. I'm almost one of those people that if I'm getting to know you and we're having communication problems and we go two, three days without talking, I'm probably going to block your number just because it's a waste of my time. And I don't have time for that. I've done enough wasting my time. So be mindful, ladies. You deserve to be respected. You deserve to be courted if you want to be courted, dated if you want to be dated. And hell, if you want to be a freak and be a booty call, that's your business. But make sure you have boundaries because continuing to be somebody's good time is only going to lead to disappointment and heartbreak and mental anguish that you have to deal with. I deal with relationship anxiety and my definition of that is anytime I meet somebody, I automatically think the worst. They can do one thing. I don't care if they blink their right eye at 3.31 p.m. If I had a situation that happened where, where somebody in my past blinked their right eye at 3.31 p.m., it almost triggers me to assume the worst. I'm working on that. 
I'm being transparent that I'm working on that. I've probably messed up a few situations that could have progressed into something better because of my assumptions or my past trauma. So I am working on trusting again and not thinking that everybody is out to use me or hurt me. And if you're dealing with that, please take care of yourself first because it is so hard that I automatically go into situations knowing it's going to be bullshit. So I'd rather not even deal with them. And nobody deserves to be treated that way nor feel that way. So please make sure that you do what you need to do to get to a good place with your past and don't take that energy into a new situation. And don't allow yourself to just be somebody's booty call. Like I watch a lot of guys that have been in my inbox who flirt some, some on a continuous basis, others every blue moon. And then we're on social media, you know, you're scrolling and you might see things here and there. And I get tickled every time because I'm like, now this same nigga was just in my inbox asking when we going to go on a date, but yet you just made a post about clapping somebody's ass. So I'm like, smacking. I'm sorry, not clapping because I think that might mean shoot. I apologize. (laughs) Not clapping, but smacking somebody's ass. And not that you can't want to smack somebody's ass and take me out on a date, but make it make sense. If you all, you know, you enjoying your single life and you just want to grab a bite to eat and a drink, let it be that. Like, don't treat it like, oh, you the one for me. Let's go out and date. Nah, you don't have to lie to me. You you don't have to lie to me. I'm, I'm grown, you know, like, It's not that serious. We're not in high school anymore. Because if your actions don't match your words, then I really get irritated. And that's why I say I have issues from my trust or issues from my past with trust because of those things. So just be open to what you want. Give people choices. Don't just assume I got to say this to get this because that's not going to always work. I just saw a um, video on Instagram where this guy had paid for this young lady to fly out to wherever he lived. And I'm not sure if he got the room for them or her or whatever the case was, but basically the video clips show shows him dropping her off at the airport because she wouldn't give him no sex. He got mad and took her ass to the airport because she wasn't trying to have sex. And that is so shallow because... I feel like, okay, yeah, you bought the room or the flight or whatever you did, cool. But at what point in that time does swiping that card or entering that card number say, I'm guaranteed to get some pussy? Like, y'all got shit messed up. Like, I know some people would be going. I probably was one of those people at one point in time that would have been that stupid. But you can't get mad because this young lady don't know you like that and she's not comfortable sleeping with you. Get to know her. You know what I'm saying? Like... Granted, if she didn't have, because when I kept reading the comments, it was something along the lines of maybe she didn't have any money and some other shit. Now, granted, I would never get on a flight and go somewhere and couldn't afford to fend for myself if somebody did fly me somewhere. But you don't do nobody like that out of being mad because she wasn't trying to give up the draws, bro. That's, that's kind of tacky to me. Like, And he was the one recording. So it's on Snapchat. It's on TikTok. Um, So if you want to find that video, it is out there. Um, Not really much else I want to talk about tonight. As I continue to go and work on my outlines and building my show, I'll come up with more topics. I do want to eventually have a show where I talk about trust um, and another one where I talk about some of my experiences that are other experiences. We'll leave that alone for now. But definitely an issue coming about trust. 
So again, I thank you for tuning in. I apologize if this episode was not as long as um, you wanted it to be. And I got to stop apologizing because one of my people told me to stop doing that. So I'm working on it. But um, it's just a habit from just the way I was raised and who I am. I'm just mannerable in that way, sometimes overly mannerable. And in this case, that might be what it is. But just know what it is to date and court and, you know, hang out with and just, you know, figure out where you feel you want to be with that. Because I would hate for you to be my age and still trying to figure it out because a lot of it you've never been able to explore. So thank you for tuning in. This is your girl, April D. April D. I said my own name wrong. Um, Transparency After 40. Thank you again. And I look forward to the feedback from this episode.